Tune in and cry it out with me, DJ Susie. You know, my, I'm good friends with best I don't friend. like him. <laughs> At all. <laughs> At all. Dig. In fact, I have a particular <laughs> feeling about him. I had kind of forgotten about him. Mm-hmm. And then there was a little article about him in the paper. And even in that, there was a veiled reference to his dislike of what I did. Really? Anyway, it didn't have my name, of course. to rail against comedians because they weren't as wild and dangerous yeah. as he yeah. was because he sucked. <laughs> Watch out. Okay? He wasn't funny. Yeah. And that's why he didn't get anywhere. Yeah. Period. I'm with Marriott. Period. So it was George, myself. Period. Tim, and I think a couple of security guys. So I feel very tense right The night before the game, we... Because in comedy, yeah. nobody gives a f- If you're cool, if you're lame, if you're cool, if you're lame, if you're cool, if you're lame, if you're cool, if you're lame. If you're funny, you win. If you're not funny, you don't. And he's not funny. That's why I had to do that stupid voice. Because you have no Mac. Yeah. You could tell him, by the way, all of that. And that's why he didn't like me, because I could actually do it. I can do it. I can do comedy. Yeah. He can't. And that's why he doesn't like me. That's what that's about. Oh my God. I love him. Oh, you can love him. He, he's going to need the love because he's not going to get it from the public. Oh my God. Because you don't have any skills. Oh, my God. You don't have any talent. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're all in Michael's room, hanging out. But it's like 10, 1030 at night. I'm hungry. No room service. Michael gets hungry. So, all right, so we're calling all these different places. George and I are looking around. We find one pizza place open. One. So he ordered a pizza. So I take the pizza, I pay, I pay them, and I, I put this pizza down, and I, I said, I got a bad feeling about this. I eat the pizza. All by myself, nobody else eats. Eat the pizza. I wake up about 2.30, throwing up left and right. Three o'clock in the morning, I get a call. My room, hey man, come to your room right now. All right, I get into him. He's literally curled up in a ball, shaking. He goes, man, find a team doc now. the flu game it was it was food poison
from the Winslow Tea Broadcast Booth in cold but clear Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm John Reed. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn? And this is Race to the Bottom. That was a cold but clear intro right there, right? As always, we're hearing my buddies. My buddies from another muddy. Bremer and McCoy. Bremer McCoy. Law firm. Still won't get back to me. That's okay. It's okay, guys. I can take it. Your song still really works for my intro. And you were the top of my uh, Spotify wrapped for the year. For those of you who, who don't have Spotify, that's they, uh, they basically track your data and wrap it up like something to be proud of. Um, and Bremer McCoy were, were my top artist of the year, probably because I play them every week for the show. And a friend of the show, Joe Zimmerman, comedian, has been um, sounding the alarm on uh, Twitter and and whatnot that they took all the comedy off of uh, Spotify, except for uh, Joe Rogan, who is so funny. Oh, my God. But uh, otherwise, they they took a... most of Joe's stuff off. They took most of most comedians off because they didn't want to pay them. They they had to pay uh, they had to pay their podcast guy. That's kind of messed up. But I did want to ask Joe, like uh, you know, it's it sucks. But uh, speaking as a musician, I've, I think I've gotten like a check for, uh, I think, 19 cents. And I think even, you know, what, I get a few hundred listens a, a month or whatever. But I think even even the bigger artists, you know, the Beyonce's, the uh, who else is big? <laughs> Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, Adele. I was talking about Adele last week, and then Ben Feinberg called in. It's great having Ben on the show. But I was going to make a point about Adele's new album, as long as I've worked my way here. And then I'll, I'll, I'll loop back to the Spotify point with Joe Zimmerman. Don't worry, I got it all planned out. Well, not planned out, but thought out in the moment. Improv. <laughs> um... I was going to make the point with Adele's record. She's got all these, um, like, phone calls she recorded where she's, like, talking to her, her like, kid and, like, crying. And, like, sounds of her, her uh, babies, like, making their first words, kind of weaving them in and out of the songs. 
I just mentioned uh, I just mentioned Jay Z. Uh, I'll I would uh, maybe um, give Adele some advice from Jay Z. You got to make the song cry. Jay Z said in his song "Song Cry." I don't want to. You want to hear if it's a good song. You want to hear every time you listen to it. Adele being like, and I just love you. (laughs) Make the song do that, Adele. Am I wrong? Let me know in the chat. Speaking of uh, the chat, shout out to uh, Jay Clarkson. He said he just got the Moderna. Moderna? He said you rewrote Moderna. Isn't it Moderna? Sometimes I get this confused. He got the Moderna uh, booster and a flu shot. So he's he's uh, laid out. He wants to know what medical procedures have other listeners, uh, racers, bottomers. We haven't worked that, that one out. What are race to the bottom heads called? Bottom heads? I don't know if I like that. Let us know in the chat. But he's he's uh, he wants to know what have you do? he he said he got this flu and Moderna uh, shots to prepare for the show today. I'm not sure how that quite works, but he wants to know what you've done for Race to the Bottom. But anyway, I wanted to ask Joe Zimmerman. You, you making any money off the? Off your Spotify streams, maybe you maybe you do Bandcamp, like our guest does. Shane Parrish is on the show today. We're going to play uh, musical chess. This will be the second ever musical chess r- round on uh, Race to the Bottom. We did one with John Scales this summer, wasn't it? It's a lot of fun. We'll talk more about that. But what was in that mashup? That's that's what we need to talk about before we. Oh my God, I'm really stretching out here, and and uh, Shane's going to call in three minutes. So we heard "Groove Is in the Heart" from D Light, great song, and we heard from and this this was uh, brought to my attention. I'd seen this, but it was re. Uh, My my attention was refreshed towards this. Is that a way to say it? By uh, by Tom Demena, Jerry Seinfeld talking trash about Bobcat Goldthwait to um, what's what's her name? Bridget Everett from Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Man, he really doesn't like Bobcat. People don't care if you're cool, if you're lame, if you're cool, if you're lame. As long as you're funny. Like Joe Rogan. And then we heard from, I referenced this last week, I thought I'd throw it in the in the mashup. We heard the, the story of the, the Utah pizza poisoning from The Last Dance. Michael got hungry. Then he got sick. And interspersed with that, we heard from the band U2. 
You've heard heard of U two? They should do a U uh, get back thing with U 2s Octung Baby. They have they they have a documentary crew. Was Michael Ian Hogg there? I hope so. And then I, I think we're going to do a, a, a U2 show in the new year with uh, Stephen Slack. He's a longtime U2 guy, as, as I, I grew up as a U2 guy. We're going to kind of do something similar to what I did with Scott Bunn slamming the doors. We're going to kind of interrogate our lifelong relationship with the music of U2. We got that to look forward to. Next week, speaking of what's coming up on the show, next week we got Mike Vago, and I think we're going to talk about, with Mike Vago, we're going to talk about things that we used to love and now don't, or conversely, things that we um, didn't used to enjoy and now we do. And I think, speaking of those, this is the last thing in the mashup, I think I might be coming up a Phil Collins guy. Another Day in Paradise, man. Song slaps. What else did I want to talk about? On the Mets front, we, we the Mets got uh, Scherzer. A lot of people saying, I've brought this up before, but I just think it's so funny. I want to point people's attention to this. Whenever somebody gets traded to a new team, they say, oh, he looks good in, you know, whatever colors. So Max Scherzer looking good in orange and blue. Does everyone really look good in every different color? How about a little honesty? Like Billy Joel said. Say, um, you got to admit, it's good Max Scherzer's on the Mets, but he does not look good in orange and blue. How about that? One one of these days. Sports pundits. We got a phone call. Race to the the bottom. Hey, how's it going? Hey, is this? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Is Is this John Reed? This is this is he speaking. Hey, the great socialist writer. Oh yeah, from from Mexico. He he went to oh. Mexico. Is that who you're re- referencing? I think so. I think Warren Beatty played him in a movie. Yeah, old gringo. Is that who they? <laughs> isn't that what the John Reed? But that's John. Ten days that shook the world earth. Took the world, John That's Reed. Revolution. John Jack Silas Reed, uh, American journalist, poet, and communist activist. Yeah, that's you. That's not me, because it's. <laughs> I'm. I'm also Shane. I'm reading um, this book, Jane Eyre. You've have you ever read Jane Eyre? I've not read it. No. Yeah, I, I hadn't either. But then I, I'm a. I'm a teacher. I teach English. I think you know that, but the audience okay. might not know that. Um, and I, I'm teaching Jane Eyre this year. And there's nice. a there's a villain in that book um, named John Reed. Okay. He's a he's a real jerk. I think this the John Reed I was talking about is pretty cool. I think he was palling around with Emma Goldman. 
Yeah. And all them folks. I don't know. In my early 20s, I read a bunch of anarchists and socialist yeah. literature. And I think he went to... Also, he he was a war correspondent, I think, during the Mexican-American War, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Um, yeah. But you want to just wow. do the right. do, do the show on on this dude John Reed? I got his wiki open I, right now. I'm, I'm sure people would. I'm sure people would love for us to just like stab in the dark about. <laughs> and be like, yeah, I think I don't know. I yeah. Think he was, yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Let me let me look it up. Yeah. Now. Uh, well. No. Okay. Well, we won't do that. Um, I'm so excited to have you on the show today, um, Shane. Because I've been a, been a yeah. big fan, and and over the we've been doing this show, uh, we're about to come up on three years here in the mm-hmm. um, Winslow T broadcast booth here at Radio Free Brooklyn, and I've played quite a bit of your music on the show over the years, um, and it's great to uh, and and those who know me personally know that that uh, my wife and I are such a big big fans that we actually uh figured out how to finagle you into playing our our uh processional at, at my wedding oh i know that was fun yeah played some uh arrangements of of some bossa nova yes so um really- yeah and awesome. um yeah I, pre- I appreciate that so much um and that was a really fun wedding it was, and um, so people might know Shane also you from your work with uh, your your band Aluchatistas, which is how yep. I f- I first knew you. Um, kind of a pr- what, how, how would you de- define Aluchatista? Prague instrumental Prague. Uh, um, yeah, group. I think like. I've been I, I've kind of gone back to calling it uh, Prague punk. Prague punk, I like it. That's, yeah, that's kind of how it's that's kind of how it started, you know. Yeah, and uh, and then it's morphed over the years, but uh, into maybe moved away from that for a little bit, or whatever that means, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to a degree, and then um, but now I'm kind of like re-embracing that sort of ethos and sound and with the band working on a new new album um that's actually very close to finished yes awesome yeah with a whole new lineup really new drummer okay there is the addition of a bass player uh who we used to be we used to have the band used to be a trio with guitar bass and drums and then it morphed into a, a duo just guitar and drums and now it's back to a trio so it's kind of mark three of the band exciting like, uh you ever follow like like king crimson or something mm-hmm. you have like a uh, multiple lineups over the decades you're gonna get two and drummers um who who set up in front of of everything i don't think so but i'm not against it yeah uh i just think that's funny when there's two drummers and they play the exact same thing but <laughs> uh I, but it could be cool <laughs> And then, uh, yeah. and then you also do um, a lot of improv stuff. You've got a great uh, 
And, you know, not many people can this be said for, but I can say about you, Shane, that you have a great social media presence. It's uh, oh, it's like, it's wholesome. Like, you make the internet a better place, I would say. <laughs> Seriously. You put, yeah. post, uh, you're always figuring out, like, new arrangements of things or doing improv uh uh, guitar improv things you you got into you know f- uh, multiple years ago really got into playing acoustic and doing uh acoustic improv stuff and and arrangements of of different uh jazz tunes and it's you're always posting something um you know great and got a great Thank you so much. daughter who who graces your uh feed sometimes with with her uh brilliance and uh yeah, so definitely I worth to, a follow. To, yeah, I try to keep the the negative energy. You know, there's so much of it out there. I don't want to add to it. I always, I, I'm sometimes like a tweet and delete guy. You know, <laughs> something will piss me off. You know, yeah, <laughs> and I'll be like, put something up there, and I'll be like, uh, like a hundred million people are already saying this. It's like totally obvious. Like, I'm not really. People are coming here for the wholesome, you know, like, for a break from for a yeah. break from that, you know. Like yeah. I want to just put out some good music, and I want to put out some, hopefully, you know, good uh, good energy, like uh, that's um, celebratory of mm-hmm. the good things that humans actually do. Uh, and so, yeah, I appreciate you um, saying that and noticing that. Well, you do. You Not do. always easy, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> In this in this world, <laughs> I I, uh, I but, hear it. Yes, but but I figure, I mean, is there anything more sort of I don't know tr- trite than the edgy take or something mm-hmm. at this point? You know, yeah. Like, so I, I, I try, you know I try to keep that. That would be something. See, that would be a tweet, but I don't want to even put that out there. I'll just <laughs> say it on your radio. So, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like I just uh, yeah want to keep it like. On the you know uplifting, hopefully. But, so, um, yeah. Speaking of my daughter, and I hope this isn't really annoying, but her seventh birthday is today, mm-hmm. and uh, and so if you hear me shuffling about during this phone call, I'm like sort of also just setting some stuff up and getting getting ready for that. Amazing. Today. What kind of party yeah. are you having? Oh, we got a couple ponies coming over. Oh my god! And. uh it's in my backyard. I live in Athens, Georgia now. It's a beautiful day. It's going to be 75 degrees. And, um, yeah. And so we got some kids coming over. You know, with COVID, it's weird. You, it's like you wanted to, we're like, where can we do the party at? Because you don't, you know, it's a lot of work having it at the home. But then you don't want to go indoors anywhere. Yes. So we're, we have a, a pretty decent sized yard. And so, yeah, it's going to be cool. Music and food. I'm gonna grill out some. I love it. So that's yeah. That's what's happening. Well, ha- happy birthday to your daughter. Thank you. And um, and so we're we're go- we're doing our our second not second annual but a second iteration of the uh, of musical chess. And I played this with uh, Jonathan Scales a few months ago. Okay. And, uh, cool. And so, fan and friend, yeah, Jonathan Scales. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. The the yeah the excellent 
uh, steel pan wonderkind, as I call him. Um, yeah, awesome. Um, and so basically the, the rules for, for the listeners of, of musical chess is, is Shane's going to s- start out because he's my guest. Uh, it's like baseball rules. The, uh, the, the home team bats second, and I would be the home team here on the, on the uh, microphone. Um, so Shane's going to, um, you know, you can text me or you could just tell, tell me which song you want to start out with. We'll listen to it for, for a minute or, or two. You'll talk about the song and why you chose it as your opening gambit. And, uh, and then I will, uh, respond in kind with all, 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 then I'll put out a piece onto the board with, with a song that responds to yours and, um, so on and uh the the winner is the uh you could have multiple winners whoever has a a, a, a good time is the winner that's right that's yeah. right if you had fun you won yes exactly that's what we tell the kids when they're like i beat you i win <laughs> like everything's not a contest so what do you want to start out with uh shane uh, oh yeah can i like i want to preempt or just say at the front that I thought about preparing for this, and then I thought, no, I'm not going to. Good, yeah, you're not allowed to. You weren't allowed to, so I'm glad you didn't. Right. So this is, you know, totally extemporaneous. That's my new favorite word. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, so I'm really just going to go with, like, the first song I put on this morning when I went to cook pancakes in the kitchen. Okay. Which was Bill Evans' trio, uh, Israel, which is the first song, I believe, on the 1965 trio album. Yes. All right. Let me. Uh, so it's a, it's a ch- chill, jazzy morning here. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me uh, <laughs> let me let me play a, a moment of of, uh, of that one. Uh, here we go. hear that when i play that shane yeah awesome so yeah. uh i'm i'm playing this off i it's on 65 but i i brought up my my i don't know if it's the same uh version but i'm a big fan of the uh bill bill evans trio explorations album so that's the explorations mm-hmm. uh version not the 65 trio okay um well what's, what's your vibe on this song I mean, just just water flowing over some uh, babbling brook, you know. Uh, some uh, there's just uh, a real dreamy quality to the kind of just all well, the chords, the way the harmonies sound, and uh, I think it's just one of the first Bill Evans songs that really captured my attention, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's something cool about this song is that it has a very there is like a rhythmic syncopation to it, you know, that uh, 
but it just kind of gets all it's so delicately executed that it doesn't uh you know it feels just very very fluid and um yeah it just puts me in a good mood yes i love it yeah and and um something i love about about this trio is i mean just the the like collective improvisation like they kind of um at this point doing a piano trio was a bit off the beaten path like you would mm-hmm. usually have a have a horn player and just to do the um the the trio with the bass drums and and piano was was kind of a uh you know kind of a cool new direction that they took things in and they kind of had this idea of collective improvisation in the group and yeah with a lot more um freedom for um the bassist um who let's hear he's gonna solo right here let's scott listen, lafaro, scott yeah. lafaro. Let's listen to a little Scott. He just freaks it. Nice. All right. Well, I I see I see your. Oh, can I add one more thing? Yeah. Can I say one more thing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh. A lot of jazz music, like with like the way, you know, it depends on who it is, but the idea of playing lines for yeah. me, I tend not to be inclined to want to do that. <laughs> but if that makes any sense, where it's like, I'm so interested in like, just almost like a freeze frame of the, of the harmony, you know, like, I just love the way notes sound in groups together. And obviously, you know, when you're listening and playing to me too and playing music, that's in constant motion, right? But yeah. there's something like the, what, the way that the, in the absence of a horn and the kind of chordal way in which Bill Evans improvises, it always has that kind of like, just like, uh, you know, I want to say thicker quality. It's like, I feel like I'm just like swimming mm-hmm. in that, that harmonic pool. And so that's uh, maybe part of the reason I'm, I enjoy it so much too, is that it doesn't feel like, someone's like talking you know in a monophonic way <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, I you know i enjoy that too but i i, I you know uh, but i enjoy kind of just like the color of a group of notes together and, and i love the, the way it, they kind of blend and uh yeah so it just feels like a chord that hanging out very well said so i'm gonna um i, I see your opening uh move there and i'm gonna um respond with um another bill here um and this song popped into my head when i was listening to the harmonic quality of of uh of israel and this is uh bill evans no bill withers sorry uh make make a smile from for me off adjustments um so let's listen to a, a minute of this Make a smile for me Lately I've been so lonely And a smile from you Might make these blues go away 
stay a while with me Can't you tell I've been lonely And a smile from you Might make it a nicer day So, yeah, the similar um, melodic and harmonic movements to Israel, I, th- I think. Um, and yeah. Bill Withers is one of these um, people that I just love so much, um, but is, is kind of defined by his hits. And so mm-hmm. uh, um, it, it was really fun to kind of dig deeper into his um his his deep cuts and to find these uh these other gems you know i i mean like lean on me i feel like is one of the the best songs ever written but it's been played ad infinitum to where like all all the juice is kind of squeezed out of it so it's nice to find um these uh these tunes that uh you haven't heard a million times, and just the way his voice um, just gets is kind of perfectly integrated in into the the um, the harmony of the strings and the and just these uh, these chords are just uh, brilliant to me. Yeah, I agree. That's beautiful. I've been kind of trying to die. What's that? What's that, Shane? Did I lose you? Oh my goodness! Here, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna turn this up and and see if I can get uh, Shane back on the line. Shane, you there? You there, Shane? Oh man, that was really funny. Were you just talking to my wife? Oh, I don't know. Here, you're back. You hear me? I hear you. Okay. So, like my my wife and daughter are going to pick up the birthday cake, and she turned the car on, and the Bluetooth took over, <laughs> and I just I was like, and I realized what happened. I was like, oh god, they're like, hope she's not like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> that was funny. Um, uh, sorry about that. That's okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Withers. Wow. Yeah, I was. Uh, I've been trying to dive a little deeper too. You know, big fan of the "Ain't No Sunshine." Mm-hmm. And, um, I think uh, just I don't know. Get yeah, deeper cuts. Like obviously, it's so hard to absorb everybody's entire career and discography. But I try when I get into them. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, if I can get the bug, I can like you know. But I hear you uh, about the uh, about the harmony and the way his voice blends in, and I see the similarities and voicings mm-hmm. on the uh, is that a, what is that what is that a uh, road or electric I, I think it might be a wor- a Wurlitzer w- Wurlitzer yeah so yeah but, ju- um, for for people to, like that's all that's off adjustments and and then still bill is the other I still bill with 72 and then adjustments um is 74 uh just d- 
dive deep into those two. It's it's so worth it. Okay, it's my move. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'm a, I, I love singers, you know, mm-hmm. even though I haven't really recorded much singing and only recently started singing publicly in the last few years. But uh, I love listening to them and transcribing singers. And so when I heard the Bill Withers, it kind of reminded me a little bit just of one of my favorite singers, Johnny Mathis, um, who is also, uh, just, I mean, just an incredible singer and has a really deep well of uh, mm-hmm. recordings to dive into. Yeah. However, it also triggered another thought, which was similar, but a little more haunting and, and like kind of darker would be uh, Jimmy Scott's song, Sycamore Trees. Uh, that's up. what I want to play. That was my my thought process. So it was to hear that. It reminded me of Johnny Mathis, and I was like, well, what's a little more out there? Okay. <laughs> and, All right. Uh, let me uh, let me play let me play a minute or so of that in, in the crooner vibe. Here we go. Of course, it's, uh, it was written by, I guess, uh, David Lynch and Angelo Badalamente and is in the last or second to last episode of the first Twin Peaks mm-hmm. series. And it's kind of what ha- the song, he sings it before they enter the, the Black Lodge at the end. Um, and uh, I think it's, uh, I love the space and the phrasing, Yeah, you know? And I really get a sense. Have you ever written a song in a dream? Yeah. Uh, yes, I've w- woken up from a dream and I had to kind of write down, uh, kind of transcribe. Yes, exactly. And so, to me, uh, it has that quality. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was something heard in a dream. Just the way the the phrasing is, and then this kind of just kind of ominous quality of mystery around these sycamore trees which are like almost sentient like interdimensional beings uh, mm-hmm. um, that are you know radiating energy and uh, have you know have a 
a real active role to play in the uh, unfolding events of human activity uh, in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> uh, and uh, but um, yeah, so I feel like it's a it's a pretty pretty cool one. Um, what are your what's your feel? I so this I think. I'm not, uh, I'm going to come, I need to watch Twin Peaks. I have not done so. My wife has, but we're, she's thinking about, uh, like, doing it uh, over with me. Because uh, I, I know that it would be something that I'm into. I just never got around to it. Um, yeah. So that's the first thing. Second, I'm recognizing, I'm also not, I was not familiar with Jimmy Scott, except I think that he is on there was a, are you familiar with the Pedro Almodovar movie Able con ella? No. Talk to her. Um no. It's a what one of my all-time faves and it uh interestingly there's a soundtrack to that movie and then there's also um pedro almodovar put out a cd and i forget um mom if my if my mom's listening if you could uh if she knows what the name of this i'm trying to find the name of this album but it's basically all the songs that he listened to as inspiration for writing this movie and i think that um jimmy scott is on there singing um i think nothing compares to you the Prince, uh, Sinead O'Connor tune. Um, wow. But anyway, that makes me think of what how I want to respond, which is the most uh, famous song in um, Talk to Her, Able Con Ella, is Cucuru Cucu Paloma by Cayetano Veloso. It's, it's also how I got to know Cayetano Veloso uh, originally. So let me play that for my response. Here we go. Here's this. It's a live version of, of that song. Dicen que por las noches no más se le iba en puro llorar. Dicen que no comía, no más se le iba en puro tomar. Juran que el mismo cielo se estremecía al oír su llanto. Como sufría por ella, que hasta en su muerte la fue llamando. What do you think of that, Shane? Oh, yeah. That's familiar to me. Uh, it's somewhere in the, you know, in in my uh, the zeitgeist, but also in, in my, uh, you know, like it, there's a memory of that of that melody for sure. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful, beautiful, yeah. Um, 
Okay. Do I just go or do we analyze Yeah, go go for it. We have no need to analyze that. This is just beautiful. Okay. Just okay. My response is uh, a song by uh, Violetta Para. You know her? I don't. Okay, okay. Uh, it's called Volver, V-O-L-V-E-R, uh, Los 17. Yes. All right. Uh, she's, from, she's from Chile. She's a revolutionary artist, one of the giants in Chilean culture on multiple levels. But check this out. Okay, here we go. Volver a los 17 Después de vivir un siglo Es como descifrar signos Sin ser sabio competente Volver a ser de repente Tan frágil como un segundo Volver a sentir profundo Como un niño frente a Dios Eso es lo que siento yo En este instante fecundo Se va enredando, enredando Como en el muro la piedra Y va brotando, brotando Como el mosquito en la piedra Como el mosquito en la piedra Y ahí sí, sí, sí Mi paso retrocedido cuando el de ustedes avanza, el arco de las alianzas ha penetrado en mi niño. Wow, I love that. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. She's also an amazing guitar player. So she's playing guitar and singing, but she has some really innovative and just wonderful acoustic guitar playing that she does. All right, I'll I'll uh, the 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 game's picking up speed here. Uh, as we get to the hour, I will respond uh, to you uh, with a song by Mercedes Sosa from Argentina. That this uh, that song reminded me of. This is La Masa uh, by Mercedes Sosa. Si no creyera que en el monte se esconde el trino y la pavura, si no creyera en la balanza, en la razón del equilibrio, si no creyera en el delirio, si no creyera en la esperanza. Si no creyera en lo que agencio That voice Wow Just cut you Oh my goodness That's yeah. so beautiful Yeah Alright Okay Okay mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna hang out in Argentina for a second Okay And we're gonna I wanna hear a song by Atahualpa Yapanqui Uh T-A-H-U-A-L-P-A. You're punky. Uh-huh. Song is called Luna Tucumana. Uh, here, t- um, talk, tell me about it, uh, why, why you chose it. Well, I, I get it. Uh, yeah, he's like one of the great folk guitarist, uh, composer, inter- interpreter of Argentina. Um, just 
phenomenal guitar playing. Almost has like an Andres Segovia kind of tone quality where the, the guitar just sounds like just just glistening. And uh, but he combines that with kind of the kind of folk, you know, strumming techniques and yeah. All right, here we go. Yo no le canto a la luna porque alumbra y nada más. Le canto porque ya sabe de mi largo caminar. Le canto porque ya sabe de mi largo caminar. Ay, lunita tucumana, tamborcito calchaquí, compañera de los gauchos en las sendas de Tafí, compañera de los gauchos en las sendas yeah also voice of an angel mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful man we're uh, this definite vibe to this uh this chess game uh we're we're, we're, we're headed south of the border yeah uh, so I want to go back north, but this is uh, one of my f- favorite uh, records. This is this is Willie Nelson's album Teatro that he did with Daniel Lanois um, and um, Brian Blade and and uh, Brad Meldow was on this record. This is um, I ne- I never cared for you. Uh, similar vibe here. And the sky was never blue The stars are raindrops searching for a place to fall And I never cared for you I know you won't believe these things I tell you Yeah, and I forgot to mention Emmy Lou Harris singing with uh singing. Oh, with nice. Yes. Hit us with one more, Shane, and then I, I got to uh, get ready for uh, Crime Talk BK. Okay. So this, I mean, this is just like what your song made me think of, which is Postcards from Paraguay by Mark Knopfler. Of course, the great Dire Straits guitar player. Yes. Composer of Sultans of Swing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, w- I want my MTV. Exactly. Princess Bride soundtrack. Exactly, yes. Here we go. One thing was leading to the next 
for more than I could chew I had the power to sign the checks It wasn't difficult to do I couldn't stand the face of music There's so many reasons why I won't be sending those cards From Paraguay Shane, I, I think I, I won because I had fun. How about you? <laughs> I think I won too. Nice. Is that a draw? So yeah, we both won. It, we both won. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like uh, how how things are nowadays. Everybody wins. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody right? gets a trophy. You little snowflake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like that new. Oh, we should. Nobody played the new Kid Rock song on it. Uh, yeah, that's this okay. Could have gone a totally different direction. Yes. Um, uh, so I want to um, thank you and and also let everybody know uh, to um, I guess your newest thing is is uh, on Bandcamp is the the demos uh, ballad of an unarmed man, uh, which is the the demos of Undertaker Please Drive Slow, which is the CD that I put into the uh, our rental car. Uh, when my wife and I were driving around looking for wedding venues of yours uh, that Michael Libermento Aww. had, and we were uh, we listened to it for like three days in a row driving around, and that's uh, was the impetus for asking you to uh, play our wedding. And this, oh man, that is so sweet. Yeah, and so this demo is it's on cassette and digital album on Bandcamp. Um, I'm gonna also post the uh, link to your whole discography, which all has is extremely uh, prolific and comprehensive on your website, uh, shaneparish.com, and uh, have a good birthday party. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, I really had a great time, and uh, I'll be in New York in March, so I'll let you know. Of course, variants, uh, yeah. <laughs> vari- vari- variables, but yes. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Have a great day. Great. Thank you, Shane. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. How about that? If you're listening to this on your computer, you can download the app for your iPhone or your Android. Uh, Go to the new website, um, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. It's been redesigned, and there's a nice green donate button for you to click, and you can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, we only hit you up once a month with the news that you can use. Gonna wrap it up with a song from uh, the guy that I just mentioned, Michael Libermento. Um, and this is off um, this really great project that just came out. It is a uh, from various artists covering different floating action songs. And I uh, Seth Kaufman from Floating Action has been on the show a million times and uh, he's one of my all-time favorites and people like Jim James from My Morning Jacket and Angel Olsen and, and uh, are, are covering um, all the great or so many of the great uh, Floating Action tunes on this record um, but I think my favorite um, track is my buddy Michael Libermento doing uh digging um his voice just sounds wonderful so uh check this out and get ready for crime talk bk have a great 
week, and I'll talk to you next week um, along with Mike Vago. Peace. I'm blind.